to the absolute geek podcast my name is matt i'm kyle i'm brian and joining us again tonight uh for a little bit we have brandon from brandon's comics welcome back brandon what up guys how are you guys doing good man how are you great great good deal hope everyone had a great holiday um rolling into new year's getting ready to to roll into 2020 so 2020 like the vision yeah so what's uh what's going on it's kind of weird to think we're actually in 2020 like there's comic books that are out there it's like 2020 like i'm surprised i lived this that that long (laughs) (laughs) we're almost caught up to the jetsons (laughs) (laughs) we got we got um 42 more years yeah, we already got somebody saying, you're fired! Yeah, that means they got 42 more years to make it a flying car. <laughs> I'm sure they'll be here. I mean, we've already got, a, like, a rosy version 1.0 with the Roomba. <laughs> you know, yeah, but it can't be that. here. You ever seen those things? They go out of commission. <laughs> you get a shit suit, that thing is fucked. <laughs> but, Everybody have a good holiday? Yeah, man. It was short. Too short. Was short. It's weird with it being in the middle of the work week and then having to work oh, it was. the following two days. Yeah. I feel like everybody lost like what track of day it was. Yeah. <laughs> Chad. Chad says I feel like I should just hand Brandon money because it's become a habit. <laughs> stop it, Chad. No, don't stop it, Chad. No, don't quit making me feel bad. He said he's going <laughs> to drop his PayPal link in the chat so that way you can just send him cash as you go. <laughs> That's all right. Hey, your next pickup is is free, Chad. No, I was playing. No, <laughs> PayPal traceable, Chad. We only accept cash. Meet me in the alley. <laughs> Take your money to Kyle. He'll clean it for you, and then you can give it to Brandon. I got one for you guys real quick. Uh, I... There was a guy selling a bunch of uh, unopened trading card packages um, on OfferUp or Facebook Marketplace. And so I was like, yeah, I'll take them. And they're like, you know, half off. And so uh, he's like, yeah, meet me here. Da, da, da. And I go and he goes and he pulls up and he's like, yeah, get in the car. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, get in the car. I'm like, dude, this feels like a drug deal for fucking <laughs> baseball cards. It was weird, man. You could tell he like stole them from the store and was selling them. <laughs> he, wanted, he wanted to touch your big unit for his Randy Johnson rookie card that he's about to get. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird, dude. So did you get in the car? 
Yeah, America is wondering, did you get in the car? I, I did I did the old school uh you you open the door and get in but you don't shut the door type thing. <laughs> so that way you can roll out if you tried to kidnap you. Yeah, so you can pull a um a uh what was that guy that was talking about jumping out of the car? What do you call it? A smoking the bandit or something like that where they run jump out of the car or something. <laughs> pull a tuck and roll. Yeah, a tuck and roll. A tuck and roll. No, that's what you, when you do when you don't have any protection. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Tuck and roll. I was thinking something about herpes. Like, you tuck and roll. <laughs> Spray out of control. <laughs> I can't stop. <laughs> right. I uh, I had something crazy happen to me the other night. Newbie and I were coming home from the bar. It was the day before Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve Eve. And we called our it was Festivus. We called our Uber. Uber was like, there was not a lot of Ubers out on Christmas Eve on Festivus. And uh so it was like it took him like 20 minutes to get there. She picks us up. You can tell she's tweaking. It's all right. We only live like a mile and a half. Because you're gonna get there really quick. (laughs) <laughs> we, we're starting to and then we, we're about halfway to our house and all of a sudden we see red and blue lights and we're like what the fuck is going on not a good thing and our Uber driver's like I think I'm getting pulled over and I was like oh, I, I think I'm getting pulled over <laughs> so she pulls over into the you know like into this auto zone and sure as shit man that dude cop pulls in behind another cop car is kind of like blocking like the the right lane of of the street and he gets out walks up to her and he's like you know license registration blah 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 that dumb shit and we're just sitting in the back seat what the fuck this is not supposed to happen in a goddamn uber <laughs> he's like he's like who's in the back like, can you roll that window down rolls the window down he's like what are you guys doing we're like ubering home and he's like it, like he wasn't wrapping his head around that, like it was an Uber ride, because he was like, like he had this look on his face, like he was confused. He's like, "What are you doing?" We're like, "We just left the bar, Our Uber picked us up, and now we're going home." And he's like, "Where do you live?" We're like, "About a mile fucking that way." And he's like, "What are you guys doing?" Oh my god! We're like, <laughs> our Uber, we're in an Uber. And we're going home. And the, the, the Uber driver's like, yeah, they're in an Uber. They're in an Uber. And he like, she like kind of shows him the phone that he's on, you know, that the Uber app is on and stuff. He's like, I'm going to need your guys' driver's license or IDs. And we were like, what the fuck? We're like, oh, I guess here, you know, just don't search us and we're cool. And uh, he's like, all right, I'm going to, I'll be right back. So he, Goes back and I guess he runs them all. That's fucked. Yeah, and he comes and he comes back and he's like, he hands him back, he hands back mine and Nubia's driver's license, and he goes, "Your plate's no good." She's like, "What?" She's like, "Your plate isn't is not meant for highway use." What the fuck does that mean? He's like, "I'm taking your plate," and we were like, "Okay." Now what? Yeah. 
she's he's like, I don't know. He's like, you guys can keep driving if you want. And then like he asked again. He was like, What are you guys doing? God damn it, we're in a fucking Uber. Where are you coming from? Yeah, and he kept asking where we were where we were coming from, coming from the fucking bar. She takes I want your joke to happen. He took your goddamn plates. He took the, the Uber driver's plate. That's and pretty was, fucked. And then he told you you can keep on driving. He's like, but you might get pulled over again. So we're like, we're cool. So we had to get out, call another Uber <laughs> to come pick us up from our first Uber so that we could fucking get home. Fuck that. But what are the odds of that? That's just a cop being a dick. Yeah. Well, they do extensive, like, not background checks, but you got to take your car in and get looked at. You know, it has right. to be service. There's, there's things that have to go. Who yeah, it's not like you can Uber. sign up and be an Uber driver. Right. That's, yeah, that's so, I mean, weird. I don't know if it's something that happened after she was like an Uber driver and they had like a regular check or something, but it was crazy and it fucking sucked. Sounds like it. So, how many stars did you give her? <laughs> I gave her zero. Oh, you can't do that. At least give her one. Didn't even bother with it. Yeah, fuck her. We were. It was like three o'clock in the morning, and now we're standing on the. Dude, that was multiple times. <laughs> it's like three o'clock in the morning. We're standing on the side of the road. <laughs> we could have done this five times by now, but everybody's like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> it's like fuck, man. That was my Christmas Eve festival story. Oh yeah, that sucks. I thought that happened tonight. That's why I was laughing. No, no, that happened fucking last week. Nah, fuck that. We're gonna try it again. That's even that's even weirder. Like, like, oh fuck that. We're gonna try Ubering again tonight. So I'm gonna make sure when I get in, I'm gonna be like, your license plate and everything's cool, right? (laughs) (laughs) The guy, the guy's You know, can I? um, I'd like to. Double check. Just uh, did they give you a free ride for the second one? No, bro. I swear, like it's not I, Uber's fault. It's it's the girl's fault. So, but well, I mean, so many compensate my man over here. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure if I would have called Uber and complained and actually said yeah, something, probably they probably would have. But I was like, you know what? I just want to sure whisper something to Uber, like just be like Uber. They probably fix it. I mean, I it says zero, but I think she's still. I still think I got charged for the Uber drive, so I think I actually have to go on and dispute that now. <laughs> Fucking stupid. I would. How much was the ride? It's like seven bucks. Oh. <laughs> nah, I wouldn't care about that then. I got I got pulled over on Christmas Eve and detained for forty five minutes for suspicion of uh, DUI. Yeah, that's fucked. And I wasn't even drinking. What you get for swerving potholes? Dude asked me five times to let him search my car. And after about the third time, I got suspicious. And I was like, no, because I don't want you planning anything on me. But he, Did you actually say that to him? Yeah. Because he walks up to me and he's, he's like, license and registration. So I've got my registration, but I couldn't find my proof of, proof of insurance. So I just pulled it up on my insurance app on my phone and handed it to him. And he was like, do you know why I pulled you over? I was like, no. He was like, have you been? He's like, how much have you had to drink tonight? I was like, I haven't drinking anything tonight. He's like, where are you coming from? I was like, dinner with my family, heading home. And he was like, 
All right. Well, you, you were swerving. I was like, yeah, I swerved to miss this giant ass pothole right five feet behind us. That's in the middle of the road. And he was like, all right, well, we'll sit tight. And then he takes my stuff. And now he's gone for about 10 minutes, comes back. And he's, he's like, um, so what, are you willing to take a field sobriety test? I was like, I'll take a breathalyzer. That's cool. He's like, uh, will you let me search your car? And I was like, no, there's no reason for you to search my car. He was like, well, I was like, are you sus uh, suspicious of something? And he was like, well, I, I think you've been, you've been drinking and you're lying to me and I want to search your car. And I was like, no, you, no, you don't need to search my car. I was like, you can get a warrant to search my car, but you don't need to search my car. Really? And he was like, so, you, so you'll take a field sobriety test? I was like, yeah, I'll take a breathalyzer. I have no problem, dude. Whatever you want to do. He's like, all right, hold on. And he goes back and he goes back to the back of his truck patrol car. And as he's sitting back there, I'm texting the group chat. Like, I think I'm going to jail. Like, this this is ridiculous. I'm just sitting You're texting the group chat? Huh? You're texting the group chat? Yeah, I'm texting my yeah, group chat. Yeah. Our group chat. Yeah, it's funny. You had, you had nothing to drink whatsoever. No. Mm -mm. And stop fucking with you. Yeah, and he comes back and he's like, so before I give you this breathalyzer and initiate this, you realize that if if you pop positive, you're going to jail and uh, for resisting my search. Do you want to let me search your car now? I was like, no, dude, you're not searching my car. He's like, if you want to search my car, you can get a warrant. He asked me five different times to let him search my car, and he was like, I was, I told him no, and he gave me the breathalyzer, and I blew .02, and he was like, all right, sit, sit tight, and he came back and brought me back my license and stuff, and he was like. He was like, again, he was like, I, I feel like did, there, there's you something did, suspicious. You did, have something, you did drink, though. What's that? You did have something to drink, though. No, not anything. So you blew a porno too, how? You can blow that with mouthwash. That's like nothing. I know, but how, if you didn't have mouthwash or anything, that's kind of weird that you blew that. That's yeah. weird. But, um, and he was like, he was like, are you sure you won't let me search your car? I was like, dude, you're not searching my car. I was like, you can get your watch commander out here, whatever you got to do. You're not watching your, you're not searching my car. And he's like, well, do you realize I could write you a ticket right now for not having proof of insurance? I was like, I gave you my proof of insurance. It's right there on my phone. It's in the app. He's like, oh, this is not a sufficient proof of insurance. I was like, uh, yes, it is. In the state of Arizona, it says that can, you can have it on your app if it's not in your car with you. And he was like, well, I'm letting you off with a warning this time. You better just need to drive safe enough with the reckless driving, but just know that you need to have a proof of insurance with you. I was like, Did you ask for his badge number? Whatever, dude. No, I didn't. And I wasn't going to record because I, was, I wasn't going to try and escalate shit, you know? Yeah. You breathalyzer and he says, no, the last cop unzipped his pants when I had to do that. <laughs> right? <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, that was, I don't wanna... that was fun, but that was... 45 minutes to sit there and Kyle sit here. I was like, dude, just tell the guy, like, you got to just tell the guy that he's, he's holding you now. You've been there. This is an unreasonable stop now. And I'm just sitting there for 45 minutes waiting for this dude to let me go home. That's so. bullshit. Man. That's just a copy and the dick again. Pretty much. It's just, they're trying to get their quota. Cause they're got the DUI task force out right now. You know, the quota. They don't have a quota, but you know what they do? They say, so just so they can say they don't have a quota, they get told, it would be really nice if you could stop this many people tonight, you know, in the beginning of their, their little, <laughs> before they go out. And that's how they get around not having to have a quota. 
a little watch meeting. Yeah. How about you write some tickets tonight? Yeah. It'd be really good if you write, if you guys would write 45 tickets tonight. Fuck that. Yeah. I work with a guy that used to be a cop and he still acts like a cop. He like questions everybody like you're a fucking perp. <laughs> so I'm always like, dude, you're not a cop anymore. You're a fucking desk jockey. Yeah, it's always the sheriffs. Like, like local police, I have no problems with. They're, they're, if I, I get stopped, they're like, here you go. It's real quick. They're nice on my way. It's always sheriffs that are the a-holes, man. Yeah. Always sheriffs. Yep. <sighs> All right. So, Brandon, what do you got going on? Nothing, guys. How are you guys? So, uh, we got this uh, Star Wars... No, that I'm just happy to be here. I didn't come to plug anything. I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, just sitting here. Uh, I, I just want to sit here and tell everybody, fuck the police. No. <laughs> no, so we, and actually, I don't know what Matt and Brian, you guys are doing, but I know my man Kyle is going to be hanging out at Brand's Comics for this uh, New Year's Eve party. So what we're going to do, I don't know if you've ever heard about this movie, Endgame where Iron Man at the end decides to save all humans and well, there's no mutants. There's whatever there is. But at the end, when he does a fucking snap, I'm tying this whole thing down to where the ball drops. Iron Man comes and saves reality. 2020, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're doing. Um, so Jen and I went to go hang out in Europe for one summer and uh, we thought champagne was a shit, but then we actually came across this shit called Cava, and it is way tighter than any champagne. So I plan on busting out all sorts of bottles of Cava. Kyle, you didn't know I was going to say this shit, did you, baby? But one things, um, me, me actually working in fine dining, me actually working in the hospitality industry, I've actually learned how to saber off fucking bottles of champagne. So I plan on bringing out the fucking saber, not a fucking lightsaber, actual real motherfucking saber. I plan on shooting off these motherfucking bottles. I got my own BYOB permit. We're going to be blasting off all this shit. We got a Star Wars party. We got a Thor party. It's a midnight release party. We're being able to sell everything. I've got 25% off new releases. All the books in the middle. I got 20,000 books that are going to be 50 cents or less or more. Less or more. Either or. It doesn't matter. No, random it could be 50 cents to a billion dollars. You don't know. But no, it's all going to be 50 cents. Like, all the books in the middle, it's going to be 50 cents. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of cool things. Uh, I would implore you guys to come try to drink as much as me. Because <laughs> uh, I think that's what this whole show is about. Brian, um, I can't really say this on air, but uh, <laughs> try to go head-to-head -head with me, homie. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll bring the mushrooms if you want to get that deep. I have no oh. idea what you're talking about. <laughs> it's real right now. Bring it. <laughs> um, so no, what kind of giveaway cool, stuff is going on? Yeah, so yeah, we're gonna have some giveaways. Um, so they uh, Marvel actually gave me a lot of stuff. They gave me um, a ton of free Star Wars comics. Um, they're limited edition comics that you can only get from these party exclusives. Um, I've got a hundred of those. So the first fifty people that get that come in the store 
on on New Year's is going to get those. I also have some rare uh, Thor cards that they're giving out. I don't think a lot of people got into this party, but a lot of those you can get into. But my advice is not to save them. Um, it's to sell them instantly. Like, I'll, I'll show you, like, how to sell them. But I think they're going to be going for a pretty good amount. Like Thor cards? Well, they're these, like, limited edition, like, you have to, like, like do this exclusive party. And I've got a shit ton of these things coming. But you have to buy, like, all these comic books, which a lot of these guys, a lot of these people do. They don't give them to their customers. Back in the day, a year ago, which is my back in my day, a year ago. <laughs> um, I used to sell that shit because I'd only get a couple of them. I'd sell that shit and I'd make some money. But now that I get a bunch of them, I might as well give them to you guys and then be like, hey, sell this shit and get a bunch of money. Then come back and buy new releases with me. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm telling you guys, I'm the cheapest person alive. And uh, yeah, you can make some money off, off all the swag. That's stuff, cool. Stuff we all get. The cool thing about swag, though, is like the first person to get it is the first person to make money off of it. If you're not first, you're last. It's Talladega Nights theory, baby. I've already told you guys about that. Yeah, I think that's uh, we got a perfect example of that uh, where we saw you last at the uh, Alamo Draft House, Tom McFarland thing. Those books were going for, you know, three hundred to five hundred dollars for the pair right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. And they 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 tanked, but you know what? I've started to see a lot of those books come back now, mm -hmm. getting graded, and sixty six percent so far now have come back nine point eight. Even with all the damage. Wow. wow. The the ones I, I don't know about those damaged books. I don't know if we talked did we talk about those those books that fell? No. Okay, I can't remember what we talked about. Like so, no, no, no. Um, no there was I'll, the, I'll, I'll clarify this. The and, Alamo Draft House books had a bunch of damage on them because of how they had them in those boxes. No. And how, no, and how no, they were letting people rifle no, through them. No, that's not what happened. Uh there was I don't remember if we talked about this on the last show. Okay, there was some dude that was carrying those books over, right? And he's carrying those books over, and it was the third case. It was the third case that they got. And he's going, and he's carrying those books over. And he sets it up on the ledge. And all of a sudden, he sets it up over the ledge, and all of a sudden, it falls down and goes, crunch! And then falls on its side. And then the guy picks it up, and it starts passing out the books to everybody and people are looking at him like they're about to start crying. Like people are lying. Oh, that pissed me oh, off, man. But I, I already got my books. So what did that do to the market? That's a good question. All the books that I got were damaged. So that's probably why they were damaged. Well, if you, if you, if you were the one of the last people to get it in, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I wasn't. Yeah, all those no. people I know all those got there early, like I like I know you guys did. All those people that got there early, I think that they all have nine point eights because every single thing that I've seen coming in, that's awesome. Oh man, now I have faith in the my books that I sent in. Exactly. Doesn't that make you feel good, baby? Doesn't that make you feel good? I'm so I that, hey, that's what make me feel really good. So, what time does your thing kick off? You get nine eights on those Tom McFarlane's. Those are going to be two ninety nine. Worst case, yeah. worst case autographed. Yeah. Worst 
pace. And then yeah. if you think if like everybody kind of works together and kind of like maintains the value and doesn't try to plummet the value of the book, we could be talking three ninety nine, four ninety nine, because we're these aren't big things, especially because we know that that box fell. I watched it happen. I saw it happen. <laughs> Bye, Brian. He'll be back. He had to go cry real quick. Your story and just hit him right in the feels. What time does your your uh, New Year's Eve party kick off? What time do people expect to be there? Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna start about ten o'clock. So um, I just went and picked up a big inventory of comics. Um, if you follow me on social media, I'm gonna start showing a lot of the stuff that I'm putting out. I'm not going to release anything until that party. I want to give people an incentive to be able to come in and like be able to buy you know a lot of the stuff. Um, but I'm gonna be showing a lot of stuff on my social media. But uh, I picked up a lot of cool stuff. Jen and I have been working all night. Get back to work. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't laugh. Um, <laughs> so apparently I'm the asshole. <laughs> so do you you said you were I, I I missed that you were talking about the books that you that you're going to be selling. Is that what you were talking about? Yeah. So I went and picked up I went and picked up about fifteen hundred books. I'm not really happy with what I picked up. I'm going to go pick up a bunch, but I'm going to be checking in at the Star Wars, like in between. So we're going to be open on the 31st in between 10 and 6, in between 6, in between 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. In between 6 p.m. and 10 p.m., we're going to be closed. In between that time period, I'm going to be checking in an entire new inventory in. In between 10 p.m. and 12.30 p.m., is going to be when that's available for sale. On my social media, I'm going to be showing you guys a lot of the stuff that I'm putting out. Nothing's going to be saved. You have to be able to come in to be able to get that stuff. Anything left over, you're more than welcome to be able to get. There's there's going to be enticement. There's going to be a reason I want you guys to be able to come in and get the stuff. Right. Right. Sounds cool. I'm going to have food. I'm going to have all sorts of things. I'm going to have food, booze, even... I I have no idea why you guys keep on getting me so much alcohol for Christmas, but thank you. <laughs> there's been so much. There's more liquor and alcohol at my store than there is in my house. <laughs> I swear to Christ, like I have no idea how it happened, but thank you. Uh, I'm sure Kyle is going to benefit. <laughs> That's cool. You got that. That's really cool that uh, your your customers are doing that. It means uh, they're happy. Yeah, that means you're doing something right. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They or they like seeing me really drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making sure there's no excuse. Yeah. No. You know what? You know what's fun about me getting drunk? That I get drunk? No. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> No, no, it's fun. It's it's fun like hanging out with, it's fun hanging out with like your your people because, it, it, okay, I sell comic books. All right, I sell comic books for you, but I actually like hanging out with these with these guys, you guys. Like, it's actually fun for me. So for me to like let loose and like kind of drink and party for like this New Year's Eve party, this isn't just like some like some work promotion thing. This is like this is like my birthday, baby. This is like we're going like 
I'm putting on my palm dress. I'm putting on some pump pumps. Like, I'm going to be looking beautiful, baby. Like, we're going to have some fucking fun. That's cool, man. That's really cool. Yeah, that's cool. And and we're going to be doing off of uh, other people's alcohol. Even oh, better. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> you know OPA. That's other people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so where can everybody find you on social media? Uh, Brandon's Comics. So if you just type in Brandon's and comics and then alcoholism, um, there'll be a whole statue of me. But then if you just take out alcoholism, um, there'll be like a whole like part to our page. Um, uh, yeah, Brandon's Comics on uh, Facebook, Instagram, so Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, um, Ouija board. I just. <laughs> 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 tried to get some social media with him um, he hasn't reached back to me yet he keeps on asking me for blood oaths <laughs> kind of freaks me out that's funny man so I hope everybody makes it out so you guys can party with me party with yeah. Brian I know Chad's right. going to be there I'm hoping Cor- Corbin's going to be there I'm going to try to go live while we're there Absolutely. Nice. So, go live and show everybody live the shenanigans that's going on. Oh yeah, yeah. I, that's that 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 needs to happen. <laughs> it definitely needs to happen. Although, I don't actually. I, to be honest, I really do think this party is going to be like an actual party. Like you're, like you're probably going to step in there and you're like, okay, yeah, we're going to be doing this. Bam. You're waking up on my couch. <laughs> and you know how it all starts out? It all starts out with this. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like right in your drink. <laughs> Salada. That's what I like. Oh, man. <laughs> so. because, you know, you, know, you want to know the crazy thing is, so the party starts at 10, ends at 1230, then we open back again in the morning at 745. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah. So guess who's gonna be drinking? Welcome like, in, don't worry, just step over the guy passed out on the floor. Don't, don't pay attention to the dude dressed as Spider-Man. Step over him. You're good. No, no, you guys come, you party with me. Then I drag your ass out of there about one o'clock in the morning. I get back to my house. All right. This isn't the first time this has happened. So I drag you back out of there. You come fall asleep on my floor at my in my living room. <laughs> I kick you, wake you up. I like kind of like throw like chips and shit at you, whatever it is. <laughs> you wake up. Then I pick you up, take you back to my store, and then funnel you back in your car and then send you on your way. And then I open back up the store, which usually I'd say. 80% of the time, people get back out of their car and come back in the store and they hang out for a while. <laughs> <laughs> we, we may or may not draw crude things on your face between those times. Exactly. But yeah, exactly. You do? Yeah, you know, but I mean, so you guys need to, like, once you guys know this, you guys need to know about uh, the Brandon's Comics uh, Vegas field trip. So that actually entails you guys going to Vegas with me doing a Vegas con. So what we do is we go out to Vegas, we get a couple of Airbnbs like right next to you. So you guys 
come hang out, drive out there with me. We go set up for Vegas Con. We go out, we party. We go back to Vegas Con. We go do that. Then we go back out and party in Vegas. We go back to Vegas Con. We go back out and party in Vegas. We go back to Vegas Con. <laughs> we break down and we drive back to Phoenix. <laughs> if you guys can last with me after 72 hours, you guys get an award and <laughs> like a free t shirt and whatever the fuck you want. Because I've never been happy, baby. I feel like we do Brandon. <laughs> yeah. You guys, you, Vegas, Vegas con's a lot of fun because chicks don't need necessarily need to wear clothes. <laughs> I was going to ask what Vegas con is like. I've never been. Oh, dude, they they hire strippers to, as like cosplay people. They're That's like, oh, fuck Wookies, let's get strippies. <laughs> <laughs> That's smart. That's very smart. I did you guys see the new uh, Raiders stadium that they're building there? No. Oh my god, it looks fucking amazing. Do you guys remember the Terror Drum, Terror Dome, and uh, GI Joe? That's what it looks like. No way. Yeah, I swear to God, it's all black though. It's all black, and it looks bad as fuck. So. Yeah, it looks like a giant Roomba. Yeah, black and silver. <laughs> yeah, every time we've had that joke tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. I mean, I don't. I don't tell you. I. I just say what it looks like. That's, you know. <laughs> it is pretty cool, though. It is. It's fucking really cool. So, but so uh, since we got uh, a comic store owner on on the uh, show right now. What uh, any books that came out this week that uh, kind of uh, excited you or that sold well or between well, the was, five that came out this week? Yeah, yeah, this is a really weak week. Yeah, what for, for next week then? Next well, week. I mean, you you can talk about this week. Um, Venom Venom Island that came out the Clinton Crane cover, huge, huge, absolutely sold. We had 50, 50 comics. We sold out. Uh, we sold forty-two covers a week ahead of time. We only had wow. eight to be able to go on the shelves. So that that Clayton Crane cover, that Venom Island, absolutely was phenomenal. Um, it's super hot. I'm sorry. Which cover that guy was it? It's getting super hot. Yeah. Is it, it, is it a ratio? No, it wasn't. It was just a regular cover. Wow. Yeah, there he is, right there. There's my man Matt, right there. Yeah, that was a cover right there that kind of sold out. It's um, like a Clayton Crane's Ghost Rider cover. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. a little bit. Um, that incoming that came out. Um, the incoming it's supposed to uh, cover. Yeah, and that's actually the party variant. There you go, Matt. That uh, it's supposed to. Did you read that, Matt? No, I haven't read it yet. Just because it's so thick, I was like, oh god. Oh, it's so. Thick. Is that like a? Is that like a preview book? <laughs> what she said, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what she said. It's so thick. Like a bagel. Um, yeah, so that's a that's a marvel. Like a bagel. <laughs> <laughs> like a hot fuck. I've never heard anyone ever say it's so thick like a bagel. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so that book has lot lots of things to answer like a bagel. Um it has lots of and everything bagel. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> so it's like a preview of what's coming. Is that what it is? 
<laughs> yeah, it's a preview of incoming. Yeah, incoming, yeah. <laughs> um, but you, um, as for, like, the next... To be honest, like the next few next few months, like the next few months are like actually pretty tame on everybody's wallet. Um, like Christmas, like November, November, December, like really hurt a lot of people, and it really kind of sucked. Like being a comic book store owner, like having to shell out that much stuff to people, like during Christmas time when people are like trying to save, you know, do stuff. But you still have to be on top of like all the different covers, and. You know, whatever you know, it's kind of going through everybody. But there is some, there is some pretty cool stuff coming out. Um, I kind of did my orders, you know, for February, and I just actually just processed them through. But Nebula actually has a whole new standalone series that's pretty cool coming out. There's some pretty cool covers. But one of my favorite things is there's a new Wolverine thing coming out. Whole new Wolverine standalone series. Have you guys seen it yet? No, this is the time that I wish I could be like flashing, like. <laughs> yeah, it's but, the second wave uh, from the uh, House of X, Powers of X releases. Uh, right, but this this Wolverine this Wolverine thing is is pretty pretty fucking cool. But there's gonna be uh, I'm gonna have a uh, midnight release party for this Wolverine one, and actually uh, the the next one. Is uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier? Have you guys seen that? Yeah. No, but I'm not surprised they're doing it. Yeah, there's a whole new Falcon and Winter Soldier series that I just got like here too. That is pretty fucking cool. Like those are the three things I'm really, really stoked for. But that comes out in February. I can tell you guys what's coming out in January, but I just look back at my notes. Um, but another thing, um, Brandon's Comics. We are teaming up with uh, the Temporary Library Con. Um, there is a free Comic-Con that is coming uh, through uh, Tempe Library. It's January 25th, free to the public, um, and it's free to all the exhibitors. But there is That's a awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. It's completely free to everybody, um, but they're doing a lot to help out local artists, local stores. But it's free to everybody, even free to us. That's huge, man. That needs to happen more often. Yeah, and that's that's one of the things that I'm just trying to start targeting. I want to start promoting. I want to start getting like things like, you know, because I'm cheap as shit, like free. Yeah, you got to be like that to make money. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but you can't. But it's it's still gonna be fun, you know, because I mean, like what we do, like like we're adults. Like you ever think about that? Like we're fucking adults. Speak for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I definitely He's think about like, yeah. that. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I definitely think about that. It sucks. Lame. Yeah. But I mean, but at the same time, like we're adults, like we can do whatever we want. And, and it's free. Like we get to go hang out and it's free. Yeah. No doubt. So definitely, uh, everybody go check out uh, Brandon's comics for uh, the G New Year's Eve sale, right? And then uh, that Tempe. What's well, the New Year's Eve party? There it's you the go. It's, it's the party. Hell yeah. Go party and pick up some comics. 
Party in comics. And then wait till Brandon gets drunk and then try to get 75% off the comic you just threw up. Oh, yeah, just roll me. Just roll me in the parking lot. Wait. Yeah. Just, just, just wait till he's drunk and then try and get discounts on the comics that everyone threw up on. <laughs> no, don't. That's a terrible idea. Give <laughs> bean and cheese burrito in front of my face and then... <laughs> bribe him with this. Bribe him with Jack in the Box tacos. <laughs> oh. Just Keep walk in with the absinthe and get the party really started. Yeah. Yeah. But you guys, yeah, you should be there, bro. You should be there. Yeah, definitely got to try. Sure. I'm going. Kyle's going to be there. I'll be there. Oh, yeah. I think it's going to be dope. Kyle's going to be waking up on my floor. I'm going to be dragging, <laughs> I'm gonna be dragging him back in the store at 7.45. Get the fuck out of here. No, we're going to be back in the store at 7.45 in the morning with me. We're going to be eating uh, business and gravy. Yeah. Ooh. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, I threaten you with a terrible time, and then I wake you up with biscuits and gravy. <laughs> nice. Can't wait. It's going to be fun. Kyle's excited now that you've promised him breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I haven't gotten laid yet. So I won't do that. Are you guys going to be rooting for my boys, my Oklahoma? My Oklahoma boys? No, man. I don't follow college football anymore. All right. Well, if you don't follow college football, you should at least be rooting for my boys. Like, <laughs> Okay. Let's go Sooners. Oh, there we go. There you go. Look how, look how happy I am. <laughs> Are you from Oklahoma, Brandon? Yeah, I'm from the north side of Oklahoma City. Okay. I got a I got a bunch of buddies who live in Moore and Lawton and right. Edmond, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so your your buddies like if, if there's a big circle, like your buddies are like right around there. I'm right in the middle, kind of like it. I was like the nipple of them. <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma's a, a pretty crazy place, man. All that red dirt. In rednecks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know what's crazy is like where I'm from, like people carry like shotguns and rifles like in their cars. And it's not like they kind of keep it hidden. Like they're like on display, like in the car yeah. as like replicas and like trophies for like people. And there is no like, like violence or anything like on the road. Because everybody kind of knows. I mean, <laughs> you got a shotgun right there, you know? And it, But it's just kind of funny, like, coming out here, like, seeing, like, all the road rage. And it's yeah. Kind of, yeah. Well, it's ridiculous. Know, where, do you, where do you go with that? Like, I've actually grown up, like, watching people, like, keep their mouth shut because Ray Ray has got a shotgun right there. <laughs> I'm good old boys. Yeah. But, I mean, it's just, I mean... You know what? It's not even a good old boy. It could be somebody's mama. And yeah. she could have a shotgun right there. And everybody will keep their mouth shut. <laughs> like, nobody says a goddamn word. But it's just kind of funny, like, like living in two different states. That are exactly the same, but different. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first time I ever went to Oklahoma, 
we were driving, I drove there and we were driving uh, up through the Texas Panhandle and uh, there was a tornado that followed us from the Texas Panhandle up to Oklahoma, or not followed us, that proceeded, like went in front of us. So we were right behind it. So all you could see, like for half, for the whole trip from the Panhandle to Lawton was pink fiberglass everywhere and destroyed homes everywhere, man. It was crazy. Yeah, they're just like, white trash, we will conquer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was nuts, man. And then at at one point, we are like, you know, the the tornado kind of like came back around. So we had to go and get into a storm cellar at a church. It was weird. So that's definitely one thing I'm glad we didn't have to deal with. You know what? The safest places I've ever felt in my entire life is when – a tornado was going on and I was underneath the ground in a storm shelter. Yeah. I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> that shit ain't coming to me. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty amazing, man. It sounds like a fucking freight train. Well, see, that's that's the funny thing about like tornadoes and stuff. Like I always tell people, I go, uh, you know, somebody breaks in your house, who do you call? Yeah. You call the police. Mm-hmm. Your house burns down. Who do you call? You call the fire department. A fucking tornado co- happens? Who do you call? State Farm. Yeah. Fart. <laughs> you get the guy from Law and Order. <laughs> you call farmers because they've, they've yeah. seen everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a reason it's called call, farmers. You called Jake for Straight Farm. <laughs> uh, that's, that's right. Wooey. <laughs> All right. So when when do they play? Is that coming up the New Year's or the day after New Year's? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Tomorrow? Who got at the Cardinal Stadium? Uh, really? That's Ohio State Clemson. No, yeah, that's Ohio State Clemson. That's the yeah, Sony Festival. We're just not playing that same stadium. I yeah. wish we were right here. You're playing the. They're playing, they're playing LSU. No. Yes, sir. Well, I just, I just, I just showed you all of my football knowledge. <laughs> I'm hoping, I'm hoping that their quarterback doesn't make it past the second quarter. Man, we got to go out there and fucking just punk his ass. Yeah, he's uh, number one. Pretty good. LSU he's gonna be. They're gonna, they're gonna take him on a couple of different draws. They're gonna take him on a couple of different runs right up the middle, and all we got to do is just put some hat, just fucking lay some hat. Yeah, it's kind of interesting that uh, Alabama isn't in anywhere in the picture this year. What the fuck are we doing? They're, they're, play, the- they're playing Michigan. Are they? Yeah, they're sick. A lot of the players are not. Sick. A lot of their players are just taking off and going to the draft. Yep, they're smart. Well, what happened? To, you remember Marcus Lattimore? Remember that shit? I, yeah, I agree. If it, if it was my son, I'd be telling him to do the exact same thing. Yep. If it was go my make son, that money. If if he was eligible to go to the NFL draft, I would say make that money. Yeah. If he's not, go play that game. <laughs> that's that's one of your last memories. God damn, we came here to talk about comics. <laughs> we talk about comics. We talk about comics. NFL Super Pro. 
So we lost them. Is that a new comic book you're starting? NFL Super Pro? No, that's that's an old school comic. That's Jesse's uh, favorite comic. He's got 679 copies of it. Yeah, he's got stacks of them. Yeah. Oh. NFL Super Pro, huh? Do you guys hear my wife? Yeah, we heard her. Here, you want to talk to him? <laughs> Not on camera, but... <laughs> <laughs> no. Dude that came and like, I'm looking for weird crossover comics, like the Pillsbury Doughboy meets G.I. Joe or something like that. And like, well, I don't know about that, but we had like a couple copies of that NFL Super Pro where like the Justice thing gets people to stop taking steroids and whatever <laughs> yeah. what the justice league why would they get people to stop taking steroids then we wouldn't have an interview no it was like in spider-man or something i don't remember i don't remember who all was involved but yeah i didn't want the players to take steroids because steroids are bad drugs are bad <laughs> being all american la 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 happy superheroes yeah, yeah. <laughs> well yeah so he bought it <laughs> he bought a copy of that <laughs> He pawned it off on somebody. I'm going to start a comic book called The Rapper, where a character named Brian, who's retired <laughs> from the U.S. military, just as a Sherpa and takes people on DMT trips <laughs> to fight lasers crime. With lasers and yep. ninja stars. With lasers yeah. and ninja stars. Yeah. The Rapper. Uh, I got to get that AFA graded, dude. Get that shit graded. Put it in a frame. I know somebody can do it for you. Yeah. Yeah. That shit, that shit is expensive, man. I, uh, Not with me. For AFA? You can get AFA for cheap? I don't know what AFA means. Uh, action Figure Authority, they're who grades all the action figures. Oh, well, it's the same company. Yeah, is it? Does, does AFA and CGC together? Well, I know oh. CGC does... Action figure grading? You probably know better than me, but CGC has like nine different types of grading services. Yeah. I mean, they grade fucking maps and posters. Well, I know. I You see that Grateful Dead poster went for like $200,000. Shut yeah. the fuck up. Yeah. The Skeleton and Roses poster uh, graded a 9.8 and it sold for like $200,000. I'm going to throw up. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Speaking of. Dude, I was just going through. I was just going through like some crazy ass like a uh, lot of stuff today, and I wish to God I could add more time just to be able to look up a lot of this stuff. Like, there's so much like, uh, like prints and like, ah, yeah. about prints and stuff. I would love to have you with me when I go gold hunting. Yeah. Real quick, speaking of grading, Brian, I know you're doing card cracking and stuff. Do you do you get any of those cards graded? Yeah, so um, I actually got stacks of them right here that are getting ready to go out to PSA. So PSA's turnaround time, is it faster than like CGC or CBCS? Um, no, it's about the same. Five uh, weeks? Five weeks. No, no. Actually, sorry, it's longer. It depends on how many you get graded. But uh, I imagine like like ten cards, probably around five weeks. Cause I feel like I see these people on YouTube that do card crackings, and they're like sending cards off, and then a week later they've got it back. It, it feels like their turnaround is so quick. 
Well, maybe it is. I haven't sent anything in a long time. This will be the first time I've sent anything to him in probably 10 years. So maybe it's changed. Um, uh, so I just got done looking up pricing. Um, I'm going to be doing a huge group uh, uh, send-in for just like all of us are going to put together. That way we can get it cheaper. And I think we're paying like $9 a, a card to get graded. So It's pretty cheap. Yeah, it is. That's not bad. Um, but you have to send in like 200, 200, uh, a cop, 200 submissions to get that price. So, hmm. but, uh, I'll do it. And they're also grade tickets, which is cool. So if you have like ticket stubs and, uh, full tickets, they'll grade tickets, which is cool. I never thought about getting, I guess if you were at a cool concert, like, I don't know. Rage Against the Machine next summer? You get that ticket mm -hmm. graded. Well, people get, you know what they do? They get graded, um, well, they do get graded concert stubs, but they also get graded like uh, like Steven Strasburg's first MLB, MLB game. They'll get oh, that yeah. graded. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking about. Like, I usually get just like tickets on my phone. Like, I did exactly. not get graded. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, but that doesn't that's a great point. You know, you can't get actual physical copies for a lot of tickets anymore. One guy that was the coolest thing that I've ever seen graded was one guy was getting, um, he was, he, he was a big horse racing fan. So he collected, uh, tickets, winning tickets of all the triple crown winners. You know, he had like man of war and secretariat and all those old triple crown winners and PS, he sent them in PSA to get graded. Winning betting, you know, ticket stubs, which is fucking awesome. That's one of the coolest things I've ever heard of somebody getting graded. Yeah, but how the fuck do you get the tickets back? What do you mean? Because They're already paid out. Yeah, when you ever you go cash those in, they don't give you the ticket back. I don't know. That's a good question, but uh, I'll, I'll I'll show you them. Let me see here. That's a very good question. Yeah, I think, I think you, you get a keep back then you give it to the dealer and then they go check it. I've, I've actually been, I've actually had big winners and I'm like, hey man, give that back to me. Let me see if I can get that. And they're like, nah. <laughs> nah <you're laughs> All right. Um, yeah, that's a very good question. I didn't well, think we're about We're supposed to have something about comics. Kyle's about to have an aneurysm. I know. <laughs> no, I'm cool. We're not talking about football, so I'm cool now. <laughs> but if Corbin was here, we could talk about the WNBA. Oh my god. Would he really talk back about it? Yes. Yeah, he loves WNBA. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. Ask him. Ask him sometime. <laughs> no, I don't talk to Corbin because he likes things like the WNBA. <laughs> <laughs> I will no longer deal with Corbin. <laughs> He's next. So here you go. Uh, let me see here. I'll share my screen here. This one's on eBay, and it's um, 1973 Secretariat Triple Crown two dollar winning ticket PSA five. How cool is that? Wow. Yeah. Let's do this here. Unchased. I don't know what that means. That means nobody ran after it. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, it says cash at first only on there. It's not cool. <laughs> and he did. Well, he won. I mean, it's Secretariat, so crazy. Maybe he didn't turn it in because it's only he only won two dollars. Yeah. Well, it was for the Triple Crown, so you never know. Yeah. Here you go. It's the same guy. He's making a ton of money selling Pokemon. Here's a Seattle Slough one. Uh, here's all. I mean, this guy. I, that shit's cool. I like. I like interesting new stuff that you never seen. Here's a 1935 to 2018 Kentucky Derby tri- Triple Crown ticket set, where it has the s- tickets and the and the uh, stubs. So there are the tickets to get in. Just beautiful. Just cool ways. Those would be cool to uh, display. You know. I think old concert tickets would be really cool. They do. There's a really famous thing for Led Zeppelin um, where there was a concert that they never played because I think John Bonham died. It was in Chicago. And uh, so they never played it. But the guy, it's like a really famous thing in Led Zeppelin lore, but the guy who promoted the concert kept all the stu- the tickets, the unused tickets, and uh, he got them all graded a couple years ago. Let's see here. Uh Yeah, that's crazy. Like, yeah. And here you go. Here's a Palm Beach one. Here, Tempe, Arizona, 1977. Look at that. ASU, Arizona State University. How much was it? Like 18 uh, bucks to go? Uh, let's see here. Uh, Evening with Led Zeppelin. It doesn't say. It's just the stub. That's pretty cool, what the man. What the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> the- purple, the who? Yeah. Still reminds me of the story. My dad um, is a big Who fan. And I guess like back in like 82 or 83, they were doing their final tour. So he drove out to like Texas or something to go see him. But all this swag and all this fucking Who bandanas and Who last tour fucking records and all this shit. And then two years later, they went on another final tour and he was uh-huh. pissed. Yeah. Well, that's like well, this year it's Comic-Con. Uh, Motley Crue did their their farewell tour, and now they're coming back and doing a stadium tour with <laughs> Def Leppard and Joan Jett and uh, Poison, and they're they're playing when we're at, during Comic Con this year at Petco Park, right across the street from the convention center. Yeah, Green Day's playing the day before. I thought, I thought it was the day after, or the day after. Green Day here's that. Are, Here's that one I was telling you guys about, the very last uh, Led Zeppelin show, Chicago Stadium. So there you go. One of the guys had them, and he had this thing. 15 bucks. Yep. That's like $150 in real today money. Yep. Fucking cool, man. 15 bucks main floor. Yeah. He's got a postcard signed by the band, it looks like, too. Yeah. That's That's freaking cool. Sorry, died tour. Yeah, sorry he died. Yeah, the last produced original concert ticket show that was canceled due to the death of John Bonham, nine twenty five, nineteen eighty. Crazy. Six months after, didn't uh, didn't uh, John Lennon die in September of eighty or October of eighty? I can't remember. Anyways, they both died in the same year. That's kind of crazy. So, uh, you know, it's just cool that people are doing stuff like that. 
Uh, any type of new collecting stuff. I'm such a, uh, a sucker for new collecting things. And I have to find my old concert tickets and set them in and get graded. Yeah. Like my old Lollapalooza tickets and shit. My Metallica tickets. <laughs> I like how Michael Stout says Kiss has done 40 farewell tours. These are about to do another one. Yeah. This yep. time we mean it tour. <laughs> I went, Tim says I went to Ozzy's No More Tours tour in 1992 and that fucker's still touring. <laughs> he <is>. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming here in July. They have to like wheel him out and stand him up, kind of like Stan Lee. Doing more tours. What's that? He's really doing more tours. Yeah, yeah he did it with Post Malone. Dude, they were they wheel him out in a furniture dolly, and he just stands there while <laughs> like like Cannibal Lecter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember I seen him do the fuck head off. No. He's gonna yeah. bite the head off Post Malone. Yeah. Maybe he'll give Post Malone some more face tattoos on stage. <laughs> That's dead funny. Oh. Just Post cool shit. I actually have three graded tickets. Um, I bought uh, all the Giants Super Bowl wins. I bought their tickets and got oh, a grade. So both of them? What's that? So both of them? They they went to they've won four Super Bowls. I'm just playing. <laughs> so. My old neighbor was a huge Giants fan. Really? When they'd lose, he wouldn't go to work on Monday, all kinds of shit. John yeah. Lennon died December 8th, 1980. There you go. Okay. Imagine all yeah, the people. Yeah, fact checker. Yeah, it was in the chat. Someone put it in the chat. So I just, you know. Thank you, chat. Where credit was due. Thank you, Rick. Rick Baldwin. Thank you, Rick. All right. Well, so since we've covered all of the bases about talking about comics, sports, it's time for the meat footballs. and potatoes. It's time for the meat and potatoes. Kyle says, "Yep, we are fastly approaching the end of 2019 um, and the end of the decade." So I figured it'd be cool for us to go through and uh, talk about the things that have happened in the past decade, from 2010 to to now, and and kind of recall important facts in pop culture and some of the biggest comic books of the last decade. And I know we had kind of had Corbin putting together a list, but unfortunately he got bronchitis and got the curd, the crud. So couldn't be on the with us tonight. So I think we gave him a task and he failed at it. I think so too. <laughs> it just overwhelmed him. So what, so. what, what task? I, I got a text message from a girl that was naked. Uh, that <laughs> Um, what, that's what an important me? text message to answer. I'm not yeah. gonna lie, I don't believe yeah. it. What did uh, you can what, show it to us if you want? What task do you have, Corbin? We tasked him with coming up with a list of uh, the top 10 most influential comic books, um, in the past decade. And I, Kyle doesn't think he could pull it off, so he's he's faking sick, <laughs> All right? Like a, a like a doctor's note. He just was like, I, I can't come in today. He didn't want to run the mile. Yep. Yep. He did. Yeah. <laughs> <God>. I, can't <laughs> come, I can't come into work. I my boy, too. <laughs> All right. So 
most influential comic books. When you when you can't when you can't you know make a top ten comic book list, but Ball is still alive. That's Corbin. <laughs> You'll probably get. Uh, hey, maybe maybe I can step in for him. What do you mean by maybe? What do you mean by influential? Like some of the top, like so for like me, what's a couple of the ones that I think are like some of the top stories of the last decade? Like I think Flashpoint. Yeah. Would be one. Ultimate Fallout number four. Yeah. Ultimate Fallout number four, I would say, would probably be one of the most important comics of like, this decade. Yeah, like like, like that was on my list. Uh, Ultimate Comics, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, uh, Ultimate Fallout 4 with um, him, Batman New 52, the Scott Snyder run, Saga, uh, Miss Marvel, the first appearance of Camilla Khan, Wicked Green Lantern. Wicked and Divine, um, House and Powers of X, Haw- Matt Fraction's Hawkeye Run, uh, Mr. Miracle, Mighty Thor the f- with Jane Foster, and then Batwoman mm-hmm. New 52. That's that's what I, came to mind for me. I would say I would say the uh, the first appearance of Immortal Hulk. Immortal uh, Hulk. I would say that's probably one of the most important. Superior uh, Spider-Man run. Which one? Superior Spider-Man run was awesome all the way to the end. But we're talking about this decade, though, right? That was this decade. Yeah, that would yeah. be 2010 it, 19. So yeah, yeah. When it when when he became uh, Doc Ock or Doc I mean, Ock, the became- first time Dan Slott actually wrote a, a book that was good from beginning to end. So yeah. when Peter died until Superior Spider-Man, that was yeah. that decade. Well, okay. what about uh, was was Blackest Night this decade? Mm, I don't think so. Let's see. And then, like, uh, I mean, like, Tinian's detective run. I would, I would have to say House and Powers of X. And even though it just came out this year, I mean, I would have to say that's probably one of the things that we're going to look back on and just thank God. Because it, from, a, from a comic book store owner, just seeing like the sales, what what the House and Powers of X have done for the comic book industry. I mean, it's, it's exploded. It's exploded with Marauders, with Excalibur, with the X Men series, with um, I mean, with the new incoming. I mean, there's so many different things that everything is branched out on that people weren't really getting that involved in. But I would say House and Powers of X. I mean, combined would probably be one big one. Blackest Night squeaks in right there with 2009 to 2010. So, I mean, you could you could put it there. Okay. Now we're at five. So. But, I mean, there's, yeah, that's, uh, what else was I just going to say? God damn it. I think, I think House and Powers of Ten belong there. Paper Girls? 100%. Paper Girls. story. Dark Knight's Metal? Yes. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think that's up there. It brought us bat, bat, the evil Batman, right? Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Yeah, but do you, uh, I mean, do you really think that the Batman who laughs is going to be one of those characters that you look on 10 years from now and he's still a big player in comics? I think what's going to happen is, is, is he's going to lull out for a little bit and then somebody's going to do their... That's nice. Somebody's going to do their... Dope, yeah. What, that is what dope. certain writers do, and they're going to bring it back, and it's going to be an epic story. I do have a tattooed on me. Spider Gwen. 
Oh. I, I see. I think the Spider Gwen quiz is over. I no. Don't, no way. I don't know that it's ever been. I don't see it. Like, well, it doesn't matter for you to see it. All the little kids that are growing up on it, that's what they're building off of. All the Spider Gwen, Spider Gwen in 2099. That's the stuff that everybody's building on top of. The funny thing is, everybody can sit here and spec tech and talk about every single thing that they know about and the stuff that they blah, blah, blah. I'm the one that sit here and I watch it. I watch it every day. I watch little kids grow up on it. I mean, yeah. people who are there, what they want to talk about. Back. Little kids, we Spider Gwen is in it. And it's not fuck little kids, man. This is where the money's at. Yeah. Where's the money's at. <laughs> you guys. You guys are crazy. You guys got to pay attention to every little facet of the game. You know, you know who buys comic books for little kids? They're fucking grandmothers, grandmothers uncles, aunts, everybody else. You know, right back you, have? Fuck little kids. You, know, you know who I'd rather have as customers rather than you three put together? Two little kids. I'd rather have two little kids than all three of you guys put together. I guarantee you that because I'll make way you have more money than two little kids. It doesn't matter. They, the, the grandparents have more disposable income. Yep. Yeah. 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 Money on comics and the grandparents. You're in. Well, you got to look at profit margin. Okay, what are you going to buy? You're going to buy new releases for me, right? You're going to buy new releases. What's little kids going to buy for me? They're going to buy back issues. What do I pay for back issues? Those little kids are probably going to spend two two hundred dollars a month in the store on back issues. I mean, we can talk brass stacks, but the fact of the matter is the whole the whole game is little kids, getting little kids in. And, baby, I love you. You and me are going to get drunk at our party. You and me are going to hang out. We're going to be – but I'm talking about from a business point of view, and that might be one of the things that most comic book store owners don't realize is the little kids. Little kids are the things that are going to keep you in business. You need to cater towards – but – if those little motherfuckers are watching, you guys ain't coming to the New Year's Eve party, son. It's the little <laughs> child, homie. Fuck little kids at the New Year's Fuck Eve party. Fuck little kid at the little kid party. <laughs> I mean, um... But, but, no, no, I mean, but, I mean that's, uh, but that's the whole thing. That's, that's how we all stay in this business. These little kids are going to be watching you guys' show here. In the next few, like, sure, they got, they got a fucking, uh, they got a, what do you call that? Uh, we go to sleep. Uh, uh, bedtime. <laughs> you got one of those bedtime motherfuckers, but in like four or five years, that ain't got one. And they're gonna just gonna the fuckers. You're trying to get drunk with me and Kyle. <laughs> Brian's like, why don't you ask off? Bedtime. Fucking bedtime. <laughs> I didn't know what bedtime was called. I told my parents to go fuck themselves. Chad says, yeah, but those little ass kids don't spend what Chad does. I don't know why he's speaking about himself in the third person, but. Chad, is that awesome? <laughs> I guess he's just, he's just got stacks like that, apparently. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I just... Little kids, I really... When I first got into, like, like doing the store, I thought, you know what? I'm going to get involved in, like... Like cater to people like with the booby issues, like the lady death or like gay girl, whatever. Like you show some nips, you can get some tips, like whatever, like whatever my my motto was. But then like I started realizing like the little kids are like they go and they mow those yards. They go like they work their ass off to go with those fifty cent books, the dollar books. They, you know, they'll they'll go like they go get grandma's money. They go get like whatever. Like 
those one dudes that just like the nips and the tips, like they're only going to be around once every so often. Like, I don't know. I got, I, I got one for you guys. What about Cosmic Ghost Rider? Love it. Love it. Love it. I think that's a character that'll, that's uh, that, uh, that first Cosmic Ghost Rider, that Thanos book. But you know, I, I looked at it as, as characters that are doing more than just being remembered in the comic book industry. And like, if you look at Miles Morales, he, He's bridging and, and dividing and, and bridging gaps, and he you know he's the first Hispanic slash Black Spider Man. You got Kabila Khan, the first Middle Eastern superhero. Like the books I I went with were were culturally and just like they they bridged gaps, not just rememberable stories. So gaps. I don't I don't think gaps. like. About what we like, fuck that. No, well, I'm talking now, yeah, but I'm saying the way I approached it for the ba- the best books of the decade was what, how they reached different mediums than just the comic book. Well, one, thing, one thing Brian's kind of like touching on is like the Cosmic Ghostwriter. A lot of people I mean, don't know what Cosmic Ghostwriter is, and if he actually does get introduced into the MCU, oh. Woof. It's gonna be it's gonna be unheard of. He's the most powerful mutant ever. He gets mixed mixed with Galactus, Punisher, and the and Ghost Rider all into one thing. Get out of here. Yep. And, and I'm I, I know that you're looking at that that way, Matt, but if I was to look at to do my comics for the decade, it would probably be the comics that uh, that are like I can make some money off of. Just because that's how I, I look at, you know, yeah. comics. I just do the ones that I enjoyed. Yeah. And that's fine. That's totally fine, too. Yeah, I we looked at it from every aspect. Matt's stupid way, a uh, a business size, a comic book owner side, a business side, and a fan side. Uh-huh. Matt's Damn. stupid way, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's stupid. Okay. okay. <laughs> I like your way, though, Matt. Yes, because Miles is only one of is only the biggest character. Right Didn't now. they cancel his book? No. He's well, a- that last Miles Morales thirteen, like his sister, that book absolutely is taken off, and I think that that next fourteen, I think it's going to be just as hot. Well, what about that Marvel variant? I mean, that Walmart variant that shows you on the cover, right? Those Walmart variants never really do that much, especially because they the way they they produce those things it has a rolled cover. So even if you try to press those things out, you still can barely you still can't get anything really high grade value. There, uh, little Mac Brian's brother has an awesome question. What are some non Marvel and DC comics of the decade? Uh, Paper, like Girls? Paper Girls, yeah. Well, you um, guys Saga. Saga, Wicked and Divine, Lock and Key. Lock and key, yeah. Witches was really good. Witches, yeah. Walking Dead, bitch. No, that was actually last decade. Yeah, sorry. Walking Dead started in two thousand. I got excited. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, you could count the Walking Dead TV show started two thousand and ten, and that's where everything kind of kicked yeah. off. So could, what year did they that. did they introduce Negan? That was 100. What year did 100 come out? Uh, that was, what, 10 years of The Walking Dead? I want to say oh, 2000. I can tell you that. Give me a second. 10. So uh, how much is 
if I could look at it like the first Miles Morales, what does the first Miles Morales go for? Like 50, 60 bucks? No, depending on what grade. Uh, nine eights go for 350 to $420, and they're actually climbing up. Um, but your average your average book will go in between between eighty to one hundred and fifty dollars. And then what about the about your ultimate fallout? Your ultimate fallout number four, where you can't see his face. If you can see his face, it's second print. Yeah. What about the um, what about the Spider Verse? Uh, what was that one? The Spider Gwen one. Spider uh, Spider Verse two. Two. I want to say two. So, Spider-Verse two, yeah, yeah, two 9.8 is going for about 350 to 450. So, they're comparable. Mm-hmm. No, well, it depends. Uh, 799 for a signed one. Yeah, but no, that's that's signed by who? Get out of here. <laughs> well, let's look at sold. Hold on. Let's just do this. Right. Yeah. Let's just quit fucking around. All right. So, so because because we're kind of thinking which is the the best, right? Uh, uh, Matt saying that Miles Morales is probably the best character that's been been released in the decade. And if I'm just going off of, and I'll 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 put him up there. I'll I'll agree with you. I think that's one of the best characters in the decade. Um, so four sixty three, four fifty, four hundred, uh, four fifty. Those are all the Spider Verse sales. 385, uh, 330, 450. All right. So let's say anywhere from between 330 to 450 for a 9.8 Spider-Verse and then a ultimate fallout. You guys, you guys know what's funny? You know what we could be missing the whole time when that person was talking about Indy? What's that? The boys. The boys. Yeah, great point. That's a great point. The boys. Yeah. So yeah, they're about the same. I mean, I don't see any four hundreds, but there's a lot of three nineties, three seventies. So they're about the same. So those characters, I think, are comparable. Yeah, but you're actually you're actually talking about like actually putting dollar amounts. In yeah, yeah, that, that's all I'm talking. About. Yeah. And I'm just talking dollar amounts. Miles Morales. Miles Morales. Like what, what you've seen. What, what we've seen done for like actual little kids, the cartoons, like the branch out, like what they're starting to do. Miles Morales is possibly the greatest character that's that's taken off over the last ten years. And I probably well, like I mean, Wolverine. Wolverine was the nineties. Miles Morales was the two thousand tens. I don't know. I think Deadpool is probably the two thousand tens, or was that the two thousands? Deadpool is probably like two thousands. Yeah. Well, I don't know because he it's Harley. it could be because he hit that resurgence when the movies came out. Yeah. So he had that big resurgence, and I, I Harley Harley Quinn had a huge part in the last ten years. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I mean, nobody really wants like their family to get involved with Harley Quinn. Like, <laughs> yeah. Daughter liking Harley Quinn, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of a lot of guys' sons, they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can you can bang Harley Quinn, but you don't want to bring her home to me." You know. And what I about I knew Matt in college? Matt talked about Kamala Khan. I think Kamala Khan's probably up there too. 
Kamala, um, nobody knows who Kamala Khan is. No, I'm talking about for like a, a cultural thing, like you were talking, Matt. Yeah. 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 I, I get it, but nobody's really like going out really talking about her. Yeah. Like I get I get the importance of it, but nobody's really nobody's really talking about her. Yet. That's for sure. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yes. If this yeah. uh, phase think, five goes yeah. down, her her Marvel TV show stuff is going to do a lot for that character. I think. Yeah. Did you guys see oh, the the what if stuff that they released from San Diego? Mm-mm. They released um, the video they showed everybody at San Diego about the what if, the what if trailers, and you know the stuff that's coming out from that. Um, they showed uh, like uh, the uh, Peggy as Captain Britain or yeah, Miss Britain, I guess. Uh, Captain America as a zombie. Um, what else did they show? So they showed like three things and uh, it looks pretty good. It's obviously cartoons, but they're having all the main actors voice their, their roles, which is cool too. So That'll be interesting. Yeah. The, yeah, there's been a lot of people. It's kind of irritating me now that you said that. There's been a lot of people coming to my store buying every single what if you can possibly get. And then now you're kind of making me want to throw up. Make me want to <laughs> Because I'm like, like, I just went and swooped up a shit in the comments right now. I'm kind of looking over there. I'm like, I don't have any motherfucking what ifs. Yeah, that. Yeah, maybe that's that, that there's, there's, people, there's people picking up what ifs left and right from my store. I'm not surprised. I mean, that Jane Foster book still sells for quite a bit. Oh, god damn, man. Yeah, that sucks. So, I knew I had some of them. Yeah, that was a quarter book for the longest time. Oh, yeah. It'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with this whole phase five stuff. Uh, yeah, we'll see. All right, gentlemen, I have to depart. Yeah, I'm taking my wife out for the night. Hell yeah! Yeah, my wife's gonna cut my balls off. If I don't leave too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll call it. Uh, we'll call it a show here shortly. But I guess maybe we should wait for Cor- Corbin to talk about that that full list. Um, that we already just did between us. Yeah. <laughs> But I imagine Corbin's going to have his uh, his take on it too. And Gotham by Gaslight doesn't count because it's too old. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey guys, you guys need to definitely like skip skip the tour, whatever. You guys, come hang out, come hang out in the store on New Year's Eve. Let's come have a blast. Oh yeah, Ryan, everybody else. Ryan, 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 if you can outdo me, I'll give you a motherfucking trophy. Motherfucking <laughs> store. <laughs> All right. All right. I'll do my best. If you can outdo me, I'll give you the same motherfucking trophy. (laughs) Because Brian ain't doing it. (laughs) It sounds like fun. It sounds like a blast. Yeah. We'll do it. Matt, come on, baby. Come on, baby. Come (laughs) on. Hell yeah. Let's do it. All right. Well, I... I cannot wait to see you guys. Um, please, 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 please come hang out. Yeah, definitely, definitely try for sure. 
All right, guys, I'm going to go try to have sex with my wife. I'll talk to you guys. <laughs> All right. Yeah, fun. All right. Well, there's some other stuff I want to run down real quick. I mean, if you guys got to take off, that's fine. I can I can wrap the show. Um, just run no. through this stuff real quick and wrap the show. Go uh, for it. Do it. Just because I kind of wanted to go through some of the, uh, the most uh, influential moments over the last 10 years as far as pop culture goes. The beginning um, of the Geek Podcast. That that's part of it. Yep. Um, but I don't want to keep anyone up. And I'm just going to run through the list. So I mean, if you guys want to stay, cool. If you got to go, I can finish it on my own. Either way, go through it, man. Let's do it. Yeah. Go here. So, like in 2010, we had the end of Lost and how that uh, that ending kind of mm-hmm. fractured the fan base. 2010 gave us Toy Story 3, The Social Network. LeBron James announcing that he was taking his talents to South Beach to join the Miami Heat. It was the launch of Instagram. Uh, like we talked about before, it, it also was the uh, spawning of the Walking Dead TV series on AMC. Um, we lost the big and notable loss of that year is we lost uh, Corey Haim. Wow. So. <laughs> Didn't match his fire. <laughs> No, Matt did not just fire everyone. He was just letting everyone go. Not in that sense. <laughs> um, to, moving on to 2011, we had the premiere. 2010. 10 years ago? 2010? It feels older than that, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, 2011 gave us uh, the premiere of Game of Thrones. Bridesmaid was one of the biggest movies um, in the world at that time. We had the royal wedding for Kate and William. Harry oh, po- Harry Potter on. Harry Potter came to an end. The Harry Potter, Harry Potter movies Harry ended. Potter. Yep. And uh, the notable deaths of that time where we lost Amy Winehouse and Elizabeth Taylor. So, 2011 was. 2012, we had the premiere of The Girls on HBO. If anyone watched that, um, it was the. Uh, the day the or the year the world gave us uh, "Call Me Maybe" from Carly Rae Jepsen. Uh, the Hunger Games became an action movie with a female lead to score the big at the box office. The first female action movie to score big at the box office. The Avengers assembled for the first time in 2012. Gangnam Style became a thing. The Dark Knight Rises uh, theater shooting happened in 2012. And the notable deaths besides that shooting were Whitney Houston, Dick Clark, um, and the Beastie Boys, Adam, I can't pronounce his last Yuck. name. Yuck. Yeah. Yuck. Uh, moving on to 2013, we had Frozen. The Red Wedding destroyed everyone from Game of Thrones. Frozen. <laughs> Orange is the New Black hit Netflix. Uh, Breaking Bad came to an end. And the most notable death of 2013 was Paul Walker. And then 2014 was the start of the Absolute Geek podcast. Yeah. It was also the start of the Ice Bucket Challenge. Um, Serial became the most downloaded podcast birthing life back into the true crime, tri- uh, true crime genre. Marvel Comics launched uh, Muslim American Miss Marvel. Um... Streaming finally put the final nail in the coffin for video rental stores. 
And the notable deaths for 2014 were Robin Williams, Casey Kasem, and Philip Seymour Hoffman. Wow, that was a rough year. Uh, 2015 saw the end of Mad Men, the beginning of the relaunch of Mad Max with Mad Max Fury Road. Jon Snow was killed in Game of Thrones. The big one, Caitlyn Jenner, finally came out and revealed herself on Vanity Fair after the sex change. Star Wars returned to our lives uh, with The Force Awakens. Hamilton ruled the world. And the most notable death in 2015 was Leonard Nimoy. 2016, we had Stranger Things debuted. Um, we had the uh, Harvey Weinstein hashtag slash Me Too movement. Get Out debuted, changing the horror genre. A notable, uh, we had Pokemon Go. The Chicago Cubs finally won the World Series, ending a 108-season drought. Uh, Donald Trump be- was elected president. And the notable deaths, this is a weird, wild one. The notable deaths of that year were David Bowie, Prince, Carrie Fisher, Alan Thicke, George Michael, and Gene Wilder. Wow. So 2016 was the year where everyone died. <laughs> it gets wow. Rough, he said, yeah. 2017, we saw Wonder Woman change the superhero game with a female lead. Black Panther hit theaters. Uh, the fire festival failed spectacularly. Uh, major deaths were Chris uh, Cornell, Mary Tyler Moore, Bill Paxton, Tom Petty, and Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park. And 2018 brought uh, ABC brought back Roseanne only to cancel it after its wild success after she released some racist remarks. Um, we had the death of Anthony Bourdain, Burt Reynolds. Mac Miller, Aretha Franklin, and the beloved Stanley. And then, of course, to round it out, 2019, we had Captain Marvel is Marvel's first female lead superhero movie. Um, Game of Thrones goes down in flames. We met Baby Yoda. Star Wars finishes off the Skywalker saga with Rise of Skywalker. The Avengers assembles for the last time, and so far, the biggest, most notable death of the year was Luke Perry. Hmm. So that's it. That's that's a decade, people. Oh, a man. decade of pop culture significance, all run down right there. Crazy that it's, a lot of those feel like it happened way longer than that. You know, ten years ago. Yeah, like the the Amy Winehouse one doesn't feel like it was that long ago. Amy Winehouse and Paul Walker both. Yeah, but, but Corey Haim one feels like it was a lot longer. Yes, ago. it does. When I saw that, I was like, oh, man, I, I forgot. I thought it was like in the early 2000s he died, not 2010. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. It's been interesting. It just, but, it's, it's just crazy that it's another decade gone. Doesn't, right? It just happened so quick. It did. I mean, we, did. Grow up, we grow up wanting to, uh, to get older faster. And then as we get, and when we do get older, it just goes by so quick that weird right yeah it feels like uh, this year flew by for me i can't believe it's already about to be 2020 yeah but good things ahead hopefully for everyone yes sir amen but um since we're losing everyone i guess guys that'll do it for this episode of the absolute geek podcast the final episode of 2019 
uh, for all of us here on the show. We wish you guys a happy and safe new year. Um, take it easy. If you're out there partying it up, watch out for cops. The DUI task force will be out in full force. Um, if you're in the Phoenix area, you got nothing to do. Definitely go check out Brandon Comics. Their, uh, their midnight party sounds like it's going to be a, a good time. Unfortunately, I will not be there, but it sounds like, uh, Kyle and Corbin will be, and maybe Brian. So see how many of you get out there, but, um, Guys, if this is your first time finding us, remember to like and subscribe. Uh, hit that, that notification button. Make sure you uh, turn the bell on so you get one of those notifications when we go live. If you're listening to us on Monday on wherever you download podcasts, make sure to leave us a review and subscribe because it helps us in the podcast standings and with analytics. But uh, for this week's episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast, I'm Matt. I'm Brian. And he was Kyle. And we will see you guys next time in 2020.